college, basic training, an apartment of their own. This August, parents are watching their children move on and move out. Here's another story of letting go. Four boys, Susan. Four boys. Four boys. Tell me their names and how old they are. Tommy's 25, Drew 23, Jack 19, and my little one is 12, Max. Max is 12. One of these things is not like the other. Yes. These are bonus. (laughs) Our bonus baby. Your bonus baby. So if it weren't for Max, you would pretty much be empty nesting this year. But instead, you've got another round of high school to go through. I do. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like I could teach a class on perspective (laughs) to um, incoming families on what really matters and what really doesn't matter. Ooh. Um, We could consider that bonus material right now, actually. (laughs) What would you tell somebody whose kiddo is leaving middle school and going into high school or leaving, you know, elementary and going into the upper grades? What would you tell them is important versus what's not important? The one thing we always emphasize with our boys is their kindness and their hearts and their relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That matters more than your grades, your sports, any outside activity you do. It just your heart is what goes with you. Wow. I'm the mom who never let them look at their ITBS scores or any of that because I just didn't want them to feel like, wow, I'm really smart. That's great. Or I struggle in an area. Mm -hmm. I just wanted their hearts to matter So you're the mom that goes into the parent-teacher conferences and says, okay, the grades and all that stuff, I don't really, that's great that they're doing fine or not, but tell me, how are they behaving? How are they getting along with the other kids? Yes. Are they being kind? Are they being leaders? Mm -hmm. Can you tell that their faith is real? Yes. You know, what can we be working on at home with as far as character is concerned? Right. I want it to be their faith, not ours. Now, I mean, I'm just curious, how were your boys grades-wise and sports-wise and things like that? You know, their grades have all been great. Some have had 4.0s, some have had 4.2s, some have had 3.2s. I honestly couldn't tell you what their college GPAs even were because I never looked. I looked long enough to pay tuition and and, um, I just, if they're doing their best, Mm -hmm. that's really what matters to me. My parents modeled that. Yeah. I had a sister who was brilliant, a brother who was super athletic. And then um, I was the third. And my mom always said, if there was an award for kindness, I would win that Aww. because the other things just weren't my strength. Mm-hmm. And so I think I've taken that with me. The other stuff doesn't last and it just doesn't really matter. How do you see that idea that your character and your kindness and your faith, how do you see that manifest itself in your three adult boys that have gone off to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you said you've got one that's actually gone into grad school. Mm-hmm. How do you see it manifesting in their lives? It's little things. You know, they're home this summer. And last week I was driving down university with my 23 year old and I was driving and he saw a woman who happened to have a special needs on the side of the road in a place that there was no sidewalk. It was clear that she was confused. And he's the one who said, mom, turn around. We need to check on that lady. Wow. So I think that their awareness for others mm-hmm. is pretty strong. We have a friend whose daughter has Down syndrome, and we were at a wedding a few weeks ago, and she was trying to talk one of them into proposing to her, and <laughs> she was thrilled to death to sit with us and to sit at our table. And growing up with a cousin who had special needs, they're mm-hmm. used to being around that environment and helping at church and special needs. So I just, I love their hearts for those kinds of people. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, Susan, you have literally watched three boys leave your home and mm-hmm. go off to college and, and your kiddos don't stay close by. No. Your kiddos decide <laughs> to go out of state. Yes. Um, have all th- three of them gone to Ohio? Yes. All three have gone to the state of Ohio. Our oldest went to Ohio University in Southern mm-hmm. Ohio because the program he wanted was at that school. And the other two have gone to Ohio State, which their dad went to, and they all grew up crazy Ohio State fans. Crazy Buckeyes. <laughs> so, um, but they, they chose that school for their majors also. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not just that. And they're very involved in the football program there and just yeah. stuff they grew up with. But that's um, it's just their interest. It's what they like to do. Of course, you would never keep them from that. But how did it feel, if you can remember that far back, how did it feel when the oldest boy left? Oh, it's been hard. I think it almost gets harder. Really? With each one. Really? Um, You don't get better at it? No, you don't get better at it. And when there's a little brother at home who's now not going to have people to watch his sports events or, you know, doing those things, I think that's what hurts. Yeah. At the same time, I've always said to them, Call me. I don't care if you call me for a minute. If you're walking to class, I don't care if you call me and tell me what you're having for dinner. I don't care if it's 30 seconds, if it's 20 minutes. Just please call me. Mm-hmm. And and truly, it's almost a part-time job because they do. They call every day, all of them. I adore it. And I, I don't care if it's... In, in the middle of something important or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's helped me feel connected to them. Yeah. Because I know what they had for dinner, what they had for lunch, or, you know, what class they have, what I can be praying for, what what tests you have coming up. Mm. And it makes me feel connected to their daily world. How about dad? Is dad as connected with them as you are? He is in different ways. Yeah. You know, they connect with him a lot on sports, which yeah. is kind of how it's always been. They've always all been big sports junkies. So we chuckle if they have a sport need, they need a new golf club, they go to dad. If they need to talk about you know, an Ohio State quarterback, they go to dad. And, you know, I don't want to talk about a girl. They go to mom. They go to mom. (laughs) It's just, there's different umbrellas and different hats that we wear Mm. that benefit them. My husband probably doesn't have the same need I do to connect with them on a daily, you know, it's just. And you're pretty upfront with your boys about that. Very. As a mom, I need you to yes. do this. Please do this for me. Yes. And yeah. and they have been so sweet about it. They know I appreciate pictures. So they're really great about sending me a picture of a pretty sunset or um, something that I might appreciate or like, mm-hmm. look at what I just saw today on my walk or look at this fun thing. I mean, they know that that's kind of my love language is, yeah. is just to feel connected to them through the phone. And that makes them not feel so far away. Honestly, tell us, the boys went off to college. Did your relationship get better, worse, different? How would you prepare parents that are sending their kids off to college, even this year? I think mine became better. So there's you that know, opportunity. Even yeah, we always away. had a very healthy relationship. You know, we have family in Minnesota and family in Ohio. We don't have family here. So we have been a family that's always in the car. You're always driving somewhere. I take advantage of that. If you're in the front seat, you're not supposed to be on your phone. Okay. Front seat was used to be age order, you know, because the shotgun thing with boys just got to be (laughs) a fight. And I just said the oldest one sits in the front. So there's been a lot of opportunity just to have conversations. I've always been really honest with them just about everything from puberty to death to, mm-hmm. you know, they went through my mom's illness and, yeah. and I didn't hide any of that mm-hmm. from them. Mm-hmm. And they knew exactly 
what was going on. I mean, they, it, my mom had ovarian cancer, so they heard more about ovaries and uteruses than any boys yeah. would ever care to hear about. But at the same time, I also wanted them to be prepared and to understand and to also see how we trust Jesus through this mm-hmm. and how he's faithful and even in the heart that we can have joy. So I feel like I've always been very conversational with them. So the going to the phone conversations when they're at school mm-hmm. has not been that difficult, really. Yeah. Taylor's mom always says that her favorite um, stage of her kids is this one when her kids have been adults mm. and she they can she can have that kind of relationship yep. with them. Do you find the same thing? Well, I've always said every age has something I've loved and I've hated. So mm. every age, there's always been something where I'm like, this is the sweetest thing that they do. And then there's something where I'm like, oh, this is the hardest. You know, bigger kids, um, bigger decisions, bigger consequences. Yep. Some days I want to go back to that days where everybody just snapped and, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest decision was what movie are we going to watch yep. tonight? So I think every age has something, you know, I love, love having conversations with them as they're older and hearing their dreams and hearing what they're trying to work towards. But I, I'd be lying if I said I don't miss the days where it was just veggie tales and yep. donut man yep. all day. <laughs> what do you think moms are going to be feeling here in the, in the next few days when they're dropping off their first, their second, their third, you know, and driving back home? I think you feel like you're not needed anymore. Oh, wow. I mean, I felt that when what I thought was my youngest went to kindergarten, I remember calling my mom on the way home from school. I'm like, I'm just not needed anymore. My kids are all in school. And she was laughing, reminding me first off, I was calling her. So clearly I was still needing her. But I think that's the fear. And that's the fear when I dropped off our oldest is now what happens? And it was hard not to want to track his every move and worry. You know, I was not great with that first one with that. I mean, I was a little over paranoid. I will admit that first couple of weeks. And then you you have to let go. You just, you know, God loves them more than we do. A counselor once told me, when your kids go to college, they take the basket of stuff you've taught them and they have to dump it out, but they'll fill it back up. But it might not be every single thing that you want them to put back in there. But there's going to be a lot of really great things that they do put back in. You have to accept that not every single thing you taught them is going to be important to them wow. for life. And that was a good reminder. Yeah. And that, probably every child puts different things back into yes. their basket. Right. And obviously, as a mom, we pray and a dad, we pray that they put their faith in mm-hmm. more than anything else. That's my favorite verse is 3 John 4, the one about no greater joy Mm -hmm. than our kids walking in truth. So that's my biggest thing is please put that back in your basket. Please keep that in there. The other things, the little traditions are the things that maybe they didn't appreciate that I thought were great. So there's a lot of trust and a lot of praying. I became a much more prayerful mom, I think, when they all left. So when the mom and dad drops them off and they're driving back home and they feel like they're not needed anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I now that my child is gone? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, am I still a mom? You're saying that that's 
a feeling that you'll adapt to yes. maybe goes away. Right. Um, I think you just realize, it. yeah, you realize you're needed. It's just in different ways. It's not in helping him with laundry. It's not in, you know, making sure they have three meals a day. Mm-hmm. It's just in different ways. They might Songs call you. banned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clean exactly. Uniform, yeah. yeah. Lunch money in their account. All those things. It's just a different, it's a different need. I try to write my boys once a week. Really? Old fashioned letters. Yeah. My dad does that. Yeah. I am. Mm, old yes (laughs) I am this old and my father still his are emails now but he still writes me an email every single Friday yeah and you do that I do I do and so I try on Mondays to write them all and sometimes I throw in a gift card one of our boys the most conservative one said he actually made money freshman year by saving my saving my gift cards in cash (laughs) I was like I don't think that's how that was supposed to work (laughs) But I do try to just let them know I'm praying. It's not a long letter. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we love you. We're praying for you. Yeah. We're we're always here cheering. Okay, so really, really quick, I want to talk about Max. He's that sibling yes. that's going to be left at home. We yes. talk a lot about moms and dads that let go, but yeah. we don't talk about the right. siblings or yeah. sibling right. that is left behind. Right. Um, what are you hearing from him? What are you seeing from him? You know, I think the big thing for him is that he got a phone last year, which his brothers had a fit because none of them had phones when they were 11 years <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, blah, but blah, blah. <laughs> I sent a text and said, your brother has a phone. Uh, that yep. end of story. Keep in touch with him. And they do. You know, they they keep in touch and they care about all of his little things. But I think that's that's valuable. And those boys know that it matters to their little brother. And sometimes I have to remind them, you know, text your brother, see how his game went. They know way more about sports than I do. So mm-hmm. ask him something specific and they FaceTime him. Max also, you know, in reverse, he has the benefit of... He thinks he owns a college campus and he thinks he owns, you know, (laughs) while I'm saying there's sad things for him, there's not a lot of 12 year olds that get to go and tour a college or go see a Ohio State locker room unless you're the little brother of somebody. Yeah. You know, our kids went to my Christian. And so when Max was in kindergarten, Tommy was a senior. So we had one year with everybody in the same place and Max would go sit with all those high school kids Mm. in the high school section and wonder where the other kindergartners were and I said they're all in bed honey (laughs) (laughs) but you know there there's a lot of pros Max had a baseball tournament this weekend and he had all of his brothers there and a girlfriend there you know those are great memories for him too so so you've got a grad schooler yeah. And then what year in college? I have Drew, who's a senior, who's applying for dental school for the fall. Okay. And then you have a 19-year-old? And then I have, a, he'll be a sophomore. Okay. And, and then, then you've got seventh Max. grade. Wow. We're all over the board. Is there going to be a girl in your family at some point? Well, you know, I'm praying for that. <laughs> <laughs> I have been praying for their wives forever and a day. All right. So last little bit, just advice for the moms and the dads that are saying goodbye, you know, this month and watching that retreating back as it goes off into a building. I just think the best thing you can do is communicate the best way you can. And and if your kid's not a phone talker, send them notes Ew. or text. I mean, even if they don't text you back, let them know you're praying or let them know you want to know when they have a test. Yep. It doesn't hurt to send a gift card and some cash once in a while. <laughs> um, it certainly isn't the end. And I learned that from my own mom and just how every stage you need your mom and your dad. It's just a different, you need them in a different way. 
And I always tell my boys, you know, God loves you more than I do. And that's really hard for me to understand for as much as I love them. But he knows the best path for you. He knows if you're supposed to go to dental school, if you're not, what you're going to do in grad school. He knows all that. And I trust that way more than whatever plan I could muster up for them. Yeah. The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. For more stories of letting go, visit life1071.com.